Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Enjoy. Welcome to the very first pilot flagship episode of the LodgeCast. We are sitting here in the LodgeMaster's Matmobile in a parking ramp outside of the Burbank 16 on a rainy day. No better time to start. What this is going to be is we're going to watch movies that you might not get to because they either look too painful or they look like a waste of time. (laughs) And uh, we're going to take that hit for you and give it to you straight. I'm sure there's going to be a rotating cast of characters, but the OG team is Bishki. Good good morning. Good good afternoon. (laughs) And Lucas. Good morning. We all have very... Uh, specific tastes and I think as we tackle these films those tastes are going to come to the forefront and we're going to have some clashes we're going to have some agreements but in the end it's all about love and it's all about service to the lodge yes so as I take out uh, the marijuana that Lucas and I will smoke Bishki and I <laughs> Bishki probably won't I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be the sober one he's gonna going be, in I'll, I, after the movie, I will smoke. He's, he's going to get a contact high, maybe. He's yeah. going to be the control, um, the control in, this, group. In, in this experiment. Um, but Lucas and I function best uh, on a, from a critical standpoint when we are a little uh, chonged. Yes, I'm, I'm just for the record, half a joint in already before I came. Just to Which is great, which, which shows the dedication. Yeah. Uh, so, Bishki, do you have another little uh, addendum to this? Yes, first of all, I just wanted to say this movie, this LodgeCast is presented by MoviePass. Lodgers, <laughs> if you haven't got your MoviePass yet, it's now apparently seven ninety five. You have to pay it all at once up front. This is a new thing. Go to www.moviepass.com slash, that's it. Just go there. <laughs> just go there. Get your MoviePass. You can join in on the LodgeCast, Lodgers. And uh, it's we got it at the nine. I got it. The, I'm in the nine ninety five a me month, too, and I uh, yeah, and I'm seeing movies more than I ever have in my life in the theaters. AB, AMC, Burbank, eight, six, sixteen, all of them. So get your movie pass. Yeah, if you don't have a movie pass yet, and you're in the lodge, um, your membership may be revoked at any time. We reserve that right. And I do want to mention just just to give you a flavoring. Matt and I have been seeing some movies over the last few years and uh that that you know there's good movies there's great movies there's there's uh you know the shape of water there's all these sorts we're, of great... we're not gonna go to the good movies yeah we're not gonna go the and they're not and we're not gonna go necessarily i, I call them the other movies the, they're not they're not necessarily the bad or the worst the worst but some of them are but um but i'll give you some highlights from last year uh uh we saw lost in london live that was with Woody like. Harrelson, that was so good. that was positive. That yeah. was actually something I would have liked to entice many people to see eventually. Yeah, it actually was a pleasant surprise. It was a Fathom event, which is Fathom event. We're going to see a lot of Fathom events, I think. Um, we're going to uh, we saw 9/11 on 9/11, starring Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, <laughs> Gina Gershon, that and Louis Guzman. That happened. And if you can take it, it's actually. I, th- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, and then I think the highlight of my year last year was seeing Girls Trip mm. at the Cinemark Baldwin Hills. 
and we sh- we should have had a recorder in the theater because it was it was a singular event. It was mo- the most ruckus, uh, enjoyable movie going experience I've, I've almost ever had. Uh, what was, about the fifteen seventeen to Paris? Yep, we saw that a few weeks ago, and that that has, actually is a nice segue because that was going to be our first lodge cast, but Lucas. His gag reflex is a little more tender uh, and nubile than ours. So I defy anyone to see it alone in a theater, like 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 just straight through. I mean, that's impossible. It yeah. it was very rough, but um, that is the type of movie that we will be seeing. Yeah, yeah. And Lucas very well may be falling asleep forcibly or walking out of. I still contend that the worst film. And the most painful that I've felt devastated was 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 Mother's Day. Gary Marshall's Mother's Day. Gary Marshall's is, Mother's oh Day God. is the we that was the out most. of this very theater. Bishki oh. and I walked out yeah. after Mother's Day, oh. and we hugged each other for <laughs> yeah. a long time, and we said to each other, "That might have been too far. Yeah, that yeah. might have been too far. That hurt. Yeah. That hit bedrock." No. It uh, took me days to recover. It, from me too. Mother's I Day. felt yeah. sick. Yeah. I felt yeah. upset at the very state yeah. of films. So anyway. Yeah. That's a great recap, um, and that's th- those are the kind of films that you'll be seeing going forward. Because, to be honest, like most of you aren't going to go to those. You you aren't going to take the time. Mm-hmm. You aren't going to wade through the mire. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's for us. But you're free to join. The more excited you get, because we're excited about these films. I'm excited about the film we have today, which is A Wrinkle in Time, directed by <laughs> Ava DuVernay, starring uh, Oprah. Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, and uh, Mindy Kaling, Zach Galifianakis. There's a lot of surprises in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we got maybe another Cloud Atlas on our hands. That's what I'm hoping for. I think the Galifianakis angle might take this into Cloud Atlas territory. I'm yeah. I'm a little worried. I don't. I'm not usually worried going into movies. I'm not usually scared. But the trailer for this, I can barely look at it. I it. <laughs> It looks like a feature-length version of the extremely screen-savory 90s visuals from The Lovely Bones, and I'm scared. I was going to say Siegfried and Roy. It has a little of that like, Vegas. Sure. Vegas There's yeah. a little show, Vegas razzle-dazzle. Show, show I'm looking forward to the New Age message. That's mostly what I want to take away from it. I, I'm guessing there's a New Age message if Oprah's leading it but i really don't know what to expect uh i'm gonna smoke way more of this weed i think that will prepare me uh but again i don't know this is unknown to me um i'm i've lost complete touch with the uh books that it was based on i don't remember a damn thing Okay. So yeah. I'm going in kind the of book, fresh. The book's been floating around, and I even saw a photo recently of a young Steven Spielberg reading the book or had the book on his desk uh, when he was do- doing uh, Jaws. So this is wow, it's been pro- floating around that this long. This property okay. has definitely been chewed around for for a long, long time. So to see where it finally lands and comes to life will be very, uh, very interesting indeed. Okay. Well, without further ado, I think I think that's going to be the general format of this show, as it were. We're going to smoke. We're going to give our early first blush opinions and then there'll be some sort of magical transition and we will have been weathered <laughs> by the experience on the other end. God bless you Lodge. God bless you Lodge. God bless. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories 
dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable But in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Our most recent calculations show us that these fields connect us to other dimensions. Dimensions outside of the limitations of space and time. Imagine that, imagine. Rather than enduring the oppressive rules of time and space, we could wrinkle it. 91 billion light years traveled like that. All right, we just got wrinkled. Crinkled. We got wrinkled and crinkled, y'all. We got tested. Uh, there's been a request for more weed, even from Bishki. Cat. Cat, mm, I'ma hit it. <laughs> must must hit it after that. That that was definitely uh, a journey. So it goes without saying. There's going to be some spoilers if you uh, if you care to see it. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to see this one. <laughs> um, but uh, how do we how do we begin this? I don't want to I don't want to belabor the plot too much, especially since what the fuck even happened. But yeah, can I give? A, I'll try to give a plot summary. I think you should go for it. Okay. Uh, there's a girl. It's based on a book. It's based on, sure, a, based sure. on a book by Madeline La Engel. Anyway, there's a girl. She um, uh, <laughs> already belabored too much. Okay, she's she, trying to find her dad. Her dad's a scientist. Her dad's Chris a scientist. Fine. He got a little too far into quantum physics. Like, honey, he, I vaporized myself. He got wrinkled. She's, she's got to go in the wrinkle <laughs> with her brother. He's got a little precocious brother. Uh, Reese shows up magically and then Mindy Kaling shows up magically and then Oprah shows up very large and magic What's, got the godhead Oprah is definitely the godhead when I as I was watching it the Oprah and the ladies are kind of these mystical beings that come and guide them and when Oprah showed up uh she's the size of a house and Literally. I lost it. Literally, I yeah. lo I was like disproportionately large to the other characters. I was on punching screen. these gentlemen. I yeah. couldn't take it. It yeah. was like if the Statue of Liberty came to life and it was hanging out with you. And I think connected to some of her Weight Watchers promotion. I think her first line is, "Is it, like someone's like you're the wrong size," and then she's like, "Is there a correct size?" Yeah, or something yeah. like that. A lot of body imagery politics going on in here. Yeah, I felt bad for the the bully, the girl who lived next door. It was the bully because she was skinny, and then later it's revealed through the the eye of truth that she's got like an eating disorder. And you know, I, I or at figured, least she's like, on a she's putting like herself he, through a diet. She looks at her wall and it says no carbs. I feel like the actress was like probably <laughs> really dealing with one. You know, it was like okay, so yeah. we're we're coming at you from all angles. Yeah, I yeah. I I understand that and appreciate the first one. But, here, but here's what here's what I'll say: the very minimum. 90% of directing a good movie is casting the right appropriate lead. And in this case, I felt from top to bottom, from Chris Pine as the dad to the young girl as the, the heroine or, or the protagonist to her little brother, to Mindy Kaling to, yes, you know, even uh, Oprah, herself. Oprah herself was just so miscast because it was so clear that... Uh, that I mean, I feel like the the young girl really she had so much heavy lifting to do, yes. and, and the young boy, and you didn't yeah. really know how she was feeling until she verbalized it because her facial expressions and her and her and her body. I mean, it was just it was just flat. Like it was really like Judy Garland. She was not. 
Well, I mean, very tough. nice. Well, tough. here's the thing. I felt like this was if Michael Bay were a woman, it's bombastic, but there's not a lot behind it. Like all the dialogue is exposition, pretty much. Yeah, it's a lot, like a lot this of is where we gotta go. A lot of this is where we gotta say. And the way they travel through time is through this tesseract, and they say tessering. So there's another thing where they're always like. We tessered through time. We tessered. We tessered. Did you tesser? It was glorious. Did you? And you're a good tesser. You're yeah. you're good at tessering. Oh, I'm no good at tessering. You will be someday. And there's so much like coming of age stuff that I couldn't help but think of a weird like, like your first orgasm or something. It was very strange for me because they're just like, oh, did you tesser? Oh, I tessered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Great. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. I mean, in terms of. It being a kid-friendly movie. I mean, what are the kids going to think I, of this? It's lot, not for there's kids. A, there's, there's a lot of crying in the theater. I could hear some kids. Yeah. It's, not for a, major, it's definitely not issues. for adults. There's a lot of screaming no. and, and hysteronics uh, with the protagonist. <laughs> there's absolutely and, no toy line and, and, that can come and out there's of some this. Weird, there's some, something weird about Oprah saying to, to, to the girl, we're going to find your father. Like, we're going to find well, She was dad. saying for some while, she was saying our and, father. And, like, it's everyone. Well, and, you know, a lot of kids, you know, might, might you know, definitely feel uh, that on another level, you know. Not not that their dad was vaporized, but that he just, sure. that he just bounced. <laughs> right. Uh, also, to, to stick with Oprah, words can't express what, what Oprah in the first, in her first two major scenes, how that looks. Yeah. It looks like some sort of anime, like off-brand anime. Oprah made this movie two weeks after everyone else wrapped. She was yeah. like, that, she that's was, what I'm getting she, to. She, yeah, she, she was, like, seems a like a disembodied reminder of your video game objective, because yeah. that's all she's she's disconnected from everybody else by necessity because she's on a giant <laughs> she's bigger. She's bigger. Yeah, she shot separately. Disconnected life lessons thrown in by her. Yep. And and a lot of new age platitudes thrown in, and a lot of it just ADR. Like they'll cut away, and you'll hear somebody say a platitude. Like yeah, yeah. There was a platitude punch up. There had to have been. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But Oprah, giant Oprah, just looking benevolently over the proceedings, like the like the baby son in Teletubbies, is something to be seen. Yeah. yeah. I especially, hope, especially when they're riding the Reese Witherspoon salad dragon. Reese yeah, Witherspoon salad, <laughs> the salad dragon man. Salad dragon was a it was, that a, was a high peak. point. That was yeah, a peak. That was a high Reese point. They never really got to that hiding in. They no. when the, they all tesser into this onto this planet. Which is very colorful. It's actually the only colorful time in the movie. Everything's yeah. really dark. Everybody thinks... And they go to the it, which we'll get to. But. Right, right, right. So they tesser. They tesser gloriously into this planet. And they're just looking around. It it seems like everybody's on drugs. And they're like, they're like run around, explore. And then Reese Witherspoon turns into this giant, like, salad. Literally, like a piece of like lettuce. Her face looks like a salad. Yeah. And the kids get on her back... And they just go flying around this kind of like knockoff avatar. And there was no dressing puns. You expected at least like one. Nobody or two. says salad. No one, Nobody no, says no, shit. No one takes a no, bite yeah. of it. Like there's, there's she no. Just, she yeah. just turns into it. Yeah, it's there was like, no. Oh, she's a salad. Yeah, there was no salad. And joke. that's that's like the drug thing. It's like every everybody just is on the same page. Yeah. Which makes you feel like we weren't nearly fucked up enough. Yeah. No. To be on this level. No. And they're all talking about being on the same frequency. See, like you got to... Like you gotta, find, saying, you gotta find your frequency. You gotta be like, as high as yeah. us to understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and you don't have to travel anywhere in space or time. It's all in your mind. So it's yeah. it's a trip movie for children. <laughs>
Yeah, if they like take too much Ritalin or something, yeah. like they might be on the same page. Yeah. But it is. But the movie fundamentally doesn't work in the sense that the whole story is this journey for this girl to get her dad back. Yeah. But really, she doesn't need her dad because they established that her mom and her precocious younger brother, like all the support system that she really needs. Like, I didn't see the need for her to find him. No, they were getting along just fine. Especially, yeah, yeah, since they had had this really great relationship. And and then it kind of ties into the climax, which I literally was falling asleep during. I was trying to stay awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kid that, that... plays the younger brother has, he doesn't have the right he's, gravitas he's too young it's too he's, he's too way young. too young i don't think any kid that age could have been asked to do what this kid did and he did it well and i could only imagine uh, the the acting coach or whoever was giving him the line readings and how to say you know i want you to say it this way i want you to say it that way because he had a lot the kid becomes the, the kid, villain the kid turns evil just out of nowhere yeah which which i think is a bold move like i was expecting a super villain inside of the so anyway, so after they after they get to the the beautiful land, when they're flying on salad what salad, <laughs> salad dragon, when they're flying on salad, salad Reese, Reese Witherspoon's salad dragon, they encounter it, which is basically the embodiment of Trump's brain, <laughs> like an it, it's an internal neuronal structure yeah. of Trump's brain that the that is pure darkness, and the light needs to conquer this, yes. or and and somehow. Um, uh, uh, our, the dad has entered Trump's brain yeah. and is trapped there. He's just brooding. He's just like he's brooding, sitting, sitting alone. He's brooding in a Yonarovsky meets Drake hotline bling room. Yes, exactly. Literally yes. just sitting there and there's there's and, no explanation. And then the, just, three, the three muses just bone out. They're like, see ya. Yeah. And then they're gone for the second half of the movie. And, and the little boy, Charles Waller... Uh, Christopher Wallace? Charles Wallace. I kept turning it into Biggie. (laughs) Biggie is Christopher Wallace. Charles Wallace, they say his his name every five five years. So that's the drinking game. But anyway, he turns evil kind of on a dime. He's just evil then. And... He doesn't have the gravitas of say like a gauge from Pet Cemetery where no, you really no, no, believe no. that there's evil afoot. No. Yeah. He is definitely just parroting uh line read like he's good at reading the lines, but yeah, there's give- not you gotta bring acting to it. But, but, too. Yeah. but dramatically it doesn't work because she we already know she loves her brother. We established sure. that in the beginning. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like whatever she's telling him is revelatory or enough to change him or make him good again. Right. It's like okay. And so like, then you're left with the it, which is basically just a big tree or something that's Yeah, I uh, thought for uh, sure uh, they'd find her neighbor in that in that weird yeah. dark Trump yeah. mind hive. But yeah. but no, they didn't tie it in at all. Then they tried to pay that off at the end in this epilogue. There was like, there was yeah, there was kind of an incredible The epilogue is twenty minutes long. Incredible sequence with children bouncing the only <laughs> the only part where I actually perked up, like actually was into it, was when they enter this dystopic uh, suburbia where all these little kids are bouncing four square balls in unison, and I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. that was that was pretty creepy. Yeah, that's it, like it, it a had, minute. It had of the time. Stepford Wives, yeah, like Edward yeah, Scissorhands, I didn't know what... Tableau, and it, it was very effective. I mean, there needed to be a lot more they, of that Twilight Zone something type of shit. Yeah. That was the other problem, actually, because come think of it, the problem in the beginning is Ava DuVray didn't shoot <laughs> the the fantasy land any different than the reality of Earth. Sure. So so when when you're in Earth, and then all of a sudden you're meeting one of the witches or misses or whatever they're called. Like Mindy Kaling's little library house, 
it's it's like it's seamless. The transition's seamless. Like sure. there's no contrast. So sure. it kind of like it's again, weird. Like dramatically, like the kids that's, aren't reacting to it. It's just kind of like, oh, this that's is how it's when, always been. When like, Reese Witherspoon is, shows up in up. their living room, yeah, it they're it all feels understanding. Up. Yeah, no, in yeah, reality, yeah, yeah. There was no magical entrance. It was just Reese in the Reese living room. Shows yeah, up. that's when you know you're in. You, yeah. you just walked into a minefield. Because yeah. I will say, for the first three to five minutes, I was like, wow, this is actually you know pretty dramatic, pretty sure. heavy. They're setting it up. I'm digging. And then all of a sudden, they walk. Walk into the living Where room. Reese shows and up. There's Reese Witherspoon. Not magically, not, just not, looking like a like a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, you know, yeah. character. Here's, and, and it was yeah. just like, whoa, okay, it's already over. You Here's just my other feeling. Ripped and the tablecloth off. I don't know if you guys can get on my frequency with this because it's not a. F- it, it's kind of a, a hazy pot fueled thought. But to me, what it feels like is, imagine there's a girl that lives in Beverly Hills somewhere rich. She comes up with a story that all, like, her mom and all her mom's friends and all her friends think is really cool. So for her birthday, they all decide to dress up and have, like, a theme party based on her idea. Yeah. That's what this movie feels like. And we're left out of this kind of inside, not joke, but inside tale that yeah. everybody seems to get and be on the same, wa- same wavelength for. Yeah, yeah. But we're just like, What? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, we're not on the same frequency. Yeah, the and, stakes are not high. It, it, it's, it's just the world. It's the the rules aren't established. It's and, the rule. And there's and, no. <laughs> and at the end, when Oprah's like, "You did it, and you restored hope, and everyone's gonna be safe again," it's like, from what though? Like, you didn't establish anything. Like, yeah, it was just love and light meets Trump. Well, like his dad, her dad, her dad should not have just accidentally vaporized himself. Her dad should have been taken by someone the dad you know, real. Should, the dad and, should have and, been left. With Oprah, I think, for a sad, for a sad, like a contact, like a contact, like you know, he's safe, he's with Oprah, but he's because the dad coming back, there's like, there's so many reunions at the end, and the music ends for so long, goes over and over the music, and then it thinks it deserves a way bigger ending than it does. Yeah, yeah, and then. Basically, all she learns is to wave hi to this girl that was mean to her at school, which is a good lesson. <laughs> but uh, that is kind of it. Yeah, but that's about. That, that is true, though. You're, you're not wrong. It's about the extent pr- to accurate. her transformation. Um, so, a couple things we didn't touch on. Uh, Mindy Kaling's character only speaks in quotes. Yeah, she Ooh, quotes. That, uh, that let me leave it down. Khalil that Gibran. Thankless role. Khalil Gibran, the Buddha, Shakespeare, Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. She goes and she'll attribute uh, the name and nationality to all her quotes. So she, yeah, so, so, so she Churchill, British, uh, Khalil Gibran, Lebanese, or uh, she'll go, "Dang, Tucker, American." <laughs> That's a line. That's a line. Yeah. And then I think her last line is something from Hamilton because she's like Miranda America. Oh yeah, some people got that. I'm that was over my head. But, right. Because okay. we can't afford Hamilton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, and then Zach Galifianakis. Oh who, yeah. The the movie kind of just dwells in some scenes like seemingly five minutes longer than yeah, they they're need in to. like a floating lava world with Galifianakis. They're in Ga- Galifianakis's <laughs> floating lava cave, and there's another point where. Uh, they've been going through some dark worlds, and Oprah goes in there, and she's like, "Finally, some color," which has a couple meanings too, because the cast is very, almost, almost perversely diverse. 
Yeah, um, definitely. With the whitest kid, like, with love the, you've ever seen. With the I mean, whitest love interest. Like, you look like a bimbo, like, which, uh, which is like why logo. You already have the whitest man, Chris Pine, like, as as the father figure. Yeah. Why, why have that kid? Because that kid I did not get. He yeah. looks like he's drugged out up a little bit. Yeah. His eyelids are. I think he's trying to look smoldering, yeah. but his eyelids are just kind of woozily fluttering he like around. Doctor Seuss character. And he seemed like he was like a stalker of the girl. Like it was a creepy vibe I got from and him. And then he had. And then he, they gave him this like really sad backstory where his like you know high powered attorney father is <laughs> like dad? yelling at him for getting a B minus. <laughs> for getting B's. For getting yeah, a B minus. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I gotta go talk to my dad yeah. about some things. You know, I had to go like, across the galaxy. To, and like, the guy's so creepy. It's like, are it's you like, gonna dude, go dude, kill him, dude? Seriously, like, I would be like, don't talk to your dad, man. You should just stay with them because your dad's gonna fucking strangle you I, when you yeah. get home. Well, I took it to mean, like, I'm going to go talk to him. Like, I'm going to go talk a bullet through his head. Yeah. Because like, he has thought, those thought, weird well, I woozy thought, eyes. I thought it was him going to be like, I'm going to stand up for myself only for his dad just to, like, take him out. Like, it yeah. just didn't seem safe at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in terms of the visuals, I, I, I think cinematography, I mean, you're dealing with $100 million here. Sure. So we get we got some nice. Some uh, of the green screen was a little spotty, but some yeah. of it was a little CD-ROM, especially when Oprah's giant and telling you what your goal is. Yeah. On yeah. repeat. Oh no! When they get on the salad dragon and they're taking off, they go by the Oprah Statue of Liberty, and the girl puts her hand out she touches and touches her, Oprah's cheek. Grazes like, like, her oh, cheek. That was great. That was great. Like she's yeah. Surfing then we a got, wave. And we got to scale like giant Oprah. Oh, that was so. That big. was the high point for yeah. me. Definitely. Yeah. No, it peaks early in the first um, act. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's a couple music videos kind of built in, and I think a new Sade song, which kind of piqued my interest north toward the end. I'm like, oh, Sade back on the scene. Um, but that's neither here nor there when it comes to the entire movie. I'm checking if it's Sade, but that's okay. No, it, yeah. no it's okay. I would stake my yeah. life on it. I think the girl who sang "Rise Up." Uh, and Selma also has a song, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, so... Um, Andra, but, you know, here, here's what I'll say. There's an interesting kernel of an idea about a girl in search of her father, and she has to use her her mind magic melding terra-sacking skills to find him. Tessering. I just, I just wish, yeah, that there, there was more of a, of a plot with a sense of urgency, you know, where the it... Or nothing, or whatever you want to call it. That's bad. It, it was just more, I don't know, specific or yeah, like you, Kate Blanchett was, needed to show up and be evil or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah, we then, maybe needed a more powerful or maybe, villain. Or maybe than, Oprah Winfrey could have played both. You know, yeah. She oh, played, I would have liked yeah, yeah. evil mo-cap, Oprah, a, a, yes. mo, a evil, mocap version. You know, yes. like that, yeah, t- a twisted version of Oprah. Yeah, yes. that bad, even bigger. And the bad yeah. misses, they're called widows <laughs> or something. You know, the widow. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, <sighs> rating wise, are we gonna go bones in yeah, order? Yeah, bones, bones, yeah, we bones. Gotta go bones, man. Okay. Um, I guess I'll kick it off. I, I mean, I am not. None of us are the target audience. No. Uh, no. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I may. I guess, I guess teenagers would be the target audience. I guess no. The target audience is is, is like tw- tweens, ten to twelve, whose fathers yeah. have left them. And gr- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say for me. Being generous, trying to keep all that in mind, two bones. Okay. I I got to give it one bone. Okay. Just because it just total misfire. I mean, you really had to to just make make uh, a simple hero's journey story. I feel, 
and make it exciting. And here, there is no there is no structure or journey that I can tell. It really is kind of and, rudderless. And, and it is kind of flat and not very exciting. And, and, and things just happen and happen and happen. <clears throat> and then it's over. And then it's like, well, what happened? You know, it's like she told her brother she loved him and she found her dad just sitting in the hallway. Like, I mean, that's not a movie. That's, that's, that's a bone. That's a bone. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it um, two bones as well. I'll give it an extra bone. I'll give it a half bone for some of the visuals. Okay. And another half bone for uh, some of the new age elements that I was looking for that it, that it, that, it, that it delivered on. Sure. Because Oprah is, you know, it, it brought in some, you know, some of that. She deep, was definitely very mindful to get some. Some of that some Deepak Chopra, yeah. some yoga poses were, were involved. And yep. I, I just, that needs to get out there, you know. So I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud that new age got represented on such a large budget such a massive scale yeah all right boys well that's the first lodge cast uh we we picked a doozy yeah, yeah. I, I was, but when i saw that reese witherspoon salad dragon i knew we were at the right film yeah i know i'm was like this is it like, yes. fuck yeah. this is the one and they don't even yeah. explain it they don't even nope, they, they don't, don't, need e- they don't no. even say not like one oh, word is mentioned <laughs> who doesn't not. love salad it's good for you they don't need to they don't need salad to. makes you fly that's right uh, well, excellent, excellent work, gentlemen, and uh, we hope you, brothers and sisters in the lodge, will glean something from this. Um, if, if only just to uh, drop in on our on the sparkling conversation we would have had anyway. So uh, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going out there for you, martyring for you, seeing yeah. these films. So light, that, light and love to the full lodge. See you at the next lodge. Light and love to to the entire lodge and. Um, We'll catch you next time at the LodgeCast. Peace! Peace!